if you look at it, it's just like, well, just just do what you love. Like, why would you not? Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. So like, well, why don't you just do it because you love it? Hey everyone, you're listening to 2M Creative Labs, the podcast. This podcast is for those looking to learn, be inspired, and find wisdom in others' story and process as they execute on their passions. A couple weeks ago, Kurt sent us a message saying he was enjoying the podcast. We then asked him if he would be down to be on the show. After meeting with him, here we are now. We talked about seeking out people that share the same mentality as you, expressing gratitude, and shooting double exposures with a disposable camera. Super chill dude, so I hope you enjoy this episode, and consider sending him a message and support him on his personal project in creating a community. Alright, we're rolling. Are we rolling? Yeah, we're totally rolling. Awesome. Um, yeah, so thanks for coming in, and uh, for somebody that's actually listened to the podcast, and mm-hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit of who you are and what you do. Okay, uh, my name is uh, Kurt Anos, and I am a, uh, well, I went to design school, so by trade, I am um, a retail store design designer, but I really like photography mm-hmm. and graphics, and especially in photography, film photography. And one of my things that I really like doing is uh, double exposures and sort of manipulating film that way. That's one of the things that I, I guess I'm kind of known for. That, that's kind of the niche that you developed, I think. Um, after I spent some time looking at your page and seeing your work and kind of where graphic design and photography cross, crosses over, kind mm-hmm. of t- talk to me about what got you started to film photography, double exposure from design by trade. Right. Uh, well, I, I learned, I first learned about double exposure in, in architecture school. Mm-hmm. So we, we have... For every studio project, we would have an assignment where they asked us to create a certain size image of a, a graphic representation yeah. of uh, what our project represents. With my group, we had a project where I think the idea was to mess with your vision it, using mirrors. It uh, split your vision so you're looking to your left and right, not forward. The idea of double exposures came from my professor. She, she said, for your graphic representation, why don't you do something like a, a double exposure? So I'm like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. So then I did some research and learned about it. Like, well, this is pretty cool. But I, I didn't understand how people did it back then because traditionally it comes from the, a film background. And they would say, well, people do this without Photoshop. And it's like, oh, that doesn't make any sense to me. So it, I just kind of try to make something for the assignment. And then so I, I use Photoshop, obviously, though. And I kind of just cut out things with the way you can do in Photoshop. But then it was only after that I kind of really started playing with uh, film. So I was able to buy a camera at one point. Uh, but then I remember the idea of double exposures came up. So I tried to see how, how do people actually do this? It was based on kind of the understanding the, the light and the dark and how you kind of layer the two. The first time I actually successfully did a double exposure was not with a uh, an SLR, a film SLR, which which what I use now. Mm-hmm. It was actually a uh, disposable camera. That's so, so crazy. Yeah, a film disposable camera. Uh, it was because I couldn't afford, <laughs> I couldn't afford sixty dollars to buy a, a, yeah. a Pentax or a Practica or whatever. So I could only afford the uh, Kodak Fun Saver, the disposable camera. Yeah, I, I remember reading somewhere that. If you, especially for this fun saver, this I think this works particularly for the fun saver, that if you drill in a certain spot, you could break the backing, so you could manually set the trigger, and with the with a paper clip, you could essentially just keep 
re-triggering. So you could actually do up to four. No, no, you can go infinite, but then uh, amount of exposures. But then the but then the the light starts to play with it. So mm-hmm. uh, I've only done two because I was always afraid that I would lose the image. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. But it, yeah, it's pretty cool because uh, if you take a look here, there's. I don't know what the arrow is for, but there's an arrow mm-hmm. on the on the sticker of the, the backing, yeah, the labels, and uh, they say if you drill in that area, which you can see I already did here, and then get the paper clip, you can uh, you kind of have to shimmy it around, but there's a there's a button. Oh, sorry. So that I just resetted it. What the heck? Yeah, and then you can just do it over and over again. So it reset. Yeah, because oh, okay. typically the way it works is you'd have to wind it, mm-hmm. and then that's the next frame. But if you wind it, that's the next frame. You can't wind it back. No. Right. Yeah. So, but then by pressing that spot, that sweet spot, that trigger, you you uh, you essentially reset the shutter, and the and the frame doesn't move. It took it took a while to get, but then like once I found out where that button is, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no, I got it. So that's. That was where I first did double exposures, just the disposable camera because I couldn't afford. Do you still have the photo? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. It's uh, it's on my Instagram. I don't have a copy of it right now. Nice. But it's uh, it's on my Instagram. It's the the Esplanade Bridge, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like standing up normally, and then there's like a side profile of the bridge from underside that's kind of ninety degrees perpendicular to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I think that was the second second mm-hmm. roll because the first one actually I, I did in uh, Thompson when we went on a hike so that one's like really well you can't really there's no architecture it's all it's, for sure it's all just pure forest so sometimes yeah. you can't really tell what's going on but yeah yeah that's interesting how you kind of started well again why i so believe in like gear gear is not everything and yeah absolutely it's all about cultivating your creativity yeah it is you well we, we just pushed up push out a phone like photography video yeah i saw that like two days ago and the point was it doesn't matter if you're shooting with an slr or like a disposable camera it's about thinking and framing your like creating a shot that kind of encapsulates the emotions that you're trying to portray absolutely what is it about double exposure that really got you that's a good question mm-hmm. I th- i've i've been asked that a few times and I, I like I like the aspect that um, you could kind of take a normal thing that people know and recognize. You you can overlay and change it, and I think I I really like that uh, that aspect. And I think in in when I start doing double exposures with with people with silhouettes with portraits, you could really play with that in sort of in a narrative way. Mm-hmm. And I think I really like that. So that's why I one of one of my projects where you asked me earlier. I think before we started recording is uh, about uh, working on projects. And that's actually one of the things I'm trying to do is try to play around with portraits and double exposures and um, try to take out a certain aspect of someone that uh, you wouldn't, you can't see from face value, but it kind of alludes to something within them. Yeah. Cause that's again, with photography, Sometimes it just looks like a still picture yeah. and there's not really any essence behind it. But with this double exposure that you're doing to kind of bring out a little bit more of what's within, mm-hmm. you know, like looking at things from a different, seeing things differently. Yeah. But there's it's, obviously something more yeah. that you're going for with it, this project. It's that too. Yeah. yeah it's mm-hmm. absolutely that too. Yeah. With how much I believe like story 
is more important like being able to capture emotion in your photos is more important than just having like a nice looking photo like there's there's merits to both but to tell a story not seen at face value mm-hmm. it's really cool yeah. yeah that's always another level that i mm-hmm. i really like about uh, other people's work mm-hmm. is uh when they're able to capture something rather than just say oh that's a that's a great image which you know which is good too yeah but uh i always like the images that kind of make you really look at it and think well what's what's actually happening here mm-hmm. or or what 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 are they thinking if it's a person or yeah yeah so you're an actual avid listener of the podcast which is really cool most yep. people would kind of um, come by and and they hear about the podcast and be like hey like you know would you like to be on like you've listened to one or two episodes might as well commit to actually being on one like what is it about the podcast that kind of hooked you into listening through and how it's how has it yeah. kind of affected you well, when I, when I followed you guys on Instagram, because a bunch of uh, people that I know uh, follow you guys. Yes. So at first I, I just followed and just saw some of your images, but never really uh, engaged that yeah. far. Uh, but it was recently, well, I started getting into listening to podcasts uh, to start with. But then after a while, um, I, I kind of remember, remembered, oh, there's, there's this group that does uh, podcasts here. It's like two creatives or something like that. So then I... Um, I finally went on Spotify, like, okay, well, we'll try this. And then I listened to it, like, oh, this is pretty good. I like this stuff. And because I think uh, what really kept me listening was because uh, you guys talked about, or you and, and your guests, a lot of you guys talked about uh, creating a community or, or building community, the importance of community. Mm-hmm. And I, I really believe in that. And, you know, having having a community that you can kind of, bounce ideas off and and work with and grow together is uh what i'm really interested in and i think that's what you guys are after as well listening to the type of guests you have and the things and the the way the conversations go in the episodes that's one of the things that you guys are all about and uh you know it's yeah it's very important as as a as a creative it's very important to have that yeah, it, it gets pretty lonely, I find, like, if you're just doing it on yourself. And for sure, I read this one thing on Instagram. It says, like, if you want to go fast, you go alone, right? But yeah. if you want to go far, you kind of find a group that kind of will take you there. Yeah. And it's hard sometimes to find that community, I think, especially if you're just doing your own thing and not really have the connections or, like, the people that do the same things that you do, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it is really hard to kind of build a community. And and this is something I'm realizing is not everybody is into the whole idea of like doing things together. And it's, it's really hard to. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely true because, you know, not it's, it's really how people operate. Right. So not not everybody's going to want to have community. But when you can find people that do have that similar mindset in, in relation to community, then it's it's good to make sure that you. Uh, you remember them and, and you kind of, yeah. you work with them. And it's not like you're trying, it's not that, uh, I'm not saying that you you go out of your way to create the community, but kind of just seek out these people who have the same mentality as you and, yeah. and your community will grow organically that way. For sure. Yeah. What was it that got you to engage? What was it for you that kind of sparked that? I think it is still the community yeah. aspect. Because, uh, yeah, in in an earlier conversation, Mm -hmm. uh, when you first met, was uh, I told you that uh, what you guys are doing in terms of uh, reaching out to other creatives, not necessarily just photographers, any kind of creatives, anybody with a creative mind and a creative spirit, 
you've used this platform of podcasting, of conversation, to really get to know their story and share it. Mm-hmm. So sharing is another aspect uh, because as 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 you're kind of having conversation with someone, you yourself are learning the uh, operator of the podcast. I guess you could say host. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Host. There you go. That's the yeah. word. That's the word. Uh, mm-hmm. So as being the host, you learn from them, but at the same time. Because it's a podcast, people are also learning from what you're learning. Mm-hmm. And that will create the community. I, I guess I was trying to do a similar variation of what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't through the the platform of a podcast because I, I, I actually didn't know what a podcast was up until a year ago. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was me going around taking double exposures of uh, other creatives in the city, mm-hmm. of them in their workspace. So it was it was kind of my version of that, that creating that community because well I wouldn't just go like hey can I take your picture no I would actually spend time in their shop their mm-hmm. studio if they allowed me in there or uh, kind of ambush them with questions at a at a pop up shop yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but it would be me just trying to engage with them and trying to see what what do they do in terms of their creative mm-hmm. expression their creative thinking that I can learn from eventually it would be that I would ask them if I could take photos of them in their workspace and then double expose it with them as, mm-hmm. as the uh, as a portrait. It was a, it was a small project that I kind of started doing uh, a while back. But uh, yeah, it, I think it was to kind of get an understanding of what other creatives are doing. Yeah. And at the same time, sharing their story mm-hmm. with through, through, through Instagram. Through the way you... And yeah. yeah, through the photos. At one point it clicked that that's what you guys were doing. I'm like, oh, it's so smart to do it on a podcast format or... Yeah, format a platform because you're actually having a conversation with the person. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, oh, so when when I realized, I was like, oh, no, that's awesome. You guys are, you guys are on the right track for on something. So that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's nice to hear it, and it's again, it's, this is why I'm always trying to like figure out like, are people getting value out of this? Um, and when you hear somebody talk to you and say like, hey, I've been listening to your stuff, it's it's very encouraging for sure. Absolutely. But. The way that you spoke about that project, I think that's super cool to kind of show the, pro- I think because we believe in like process, right. right? And which is why you get a lot of our photos of us doing things instead of the final product. Oh, because yeah. here's living proof that these are the steps that we're taking. Like later I'll be taking a photo of you just like sitting there because firstly thumbnail and two, yeah. it's because this is exactly what's going on and how this is all unfolding is there is a step there are big steps that or plenty of steps that you have to take to get to a certain point absolutely doing that in your own way of storytelling like i think that's super cool to use your niche of double exposure thing that you were you enjoy doing but to tell that story i think that's 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 a super cool project awesome thank you yeah Yeah. talk to me more about that actually how is that going is that something that you've been picking up more nope no (laughs) (laughs) well to be honest i I don't know how much people I did. Uh, there's a few people, uh, a few people in Winnipeg that I, I took photos of, but uh, I guess for some odd reason, it was just right at the right at the beginning of before I I took a, a little bit of a break mm-hmm. creatively. So I, I guess I guess it kind of just fell off there. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of trying to get back into it, mm-hmm. well, it's it's definitely that's. That's a good question. I, I'm going to say yes, that I'm trying to get back into it. For sure. But the, the, tr- the truth is I'm not putting in 
much energy to it. Mm-hmm. But it's always something on the back of my mind. I'm actually going to ask you if I could take some photos. Of oh, you. hell yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely do it. So for your viewers, we are we are starting that project again. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. now that you're on, you're on the record. So now people are going to hold me accountable and ask me about it. And it's going to be... Uh, yeah. yeah, just another level of, uh, oh shit, I got to do it. <laughs> One of the toughest things is when you are on this platform of some level of like visibility, Yeah, those, the people that are listening will know that, oh, hey, now he's doing it. Yeah. And so everybody's now in kind of, kind of knows and it's, it's scary for sure to oh, yeah. kind of have that almost pressure, but also it really does push you yeah. to kind of get to it. Like I remember... This is how this started. Is like I'm going to start a podcast, yeah. and I told somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, let, let me be on." And I'm like, "Well, it's well, over. Like, now I got to go <laughs> do it. Now I got to go legit do it." Right? Yeah, but it, the thing uh, to kind of add to what you said, it's actually uh, interesting because it also relieves you of the responsibility of deciding whether you're going to do it or not. Because now you have to, because people are expecting it. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh well, don't want to disappoint, or maybe you do, but you know, yeah. right? But uh, yeah, it kind of gives you that re- relief of pressure that mm-hmm. way. So, Is there anything that um, has been on your mind as a creative lately? Uh, well, in terms of the, I guess, getting back into doing double exposures and playing around with that, mm-hmm. uh, I am trying to, well, I guess the one thing is trying to have the courage to ask people if I can, mm-hmm. if they would like to be uh, sitting in for a, a double exposure type of thing. Yeah. Or, you know, if I could borrow their, their, their silhouette or the side of their face or whatever, mm-hmm. their whole body and stuff like that. For sure. There's, there's always that, uh, I guess, that level of having that confidence to ask someone. Yeah. Because I, I think I've run through these ideas like for the past three or four years already through my head. And, and I know like, no, if I get the lighting right and I just do it this way and that, and it'll just be 75% chance or 75% <laughs> sure that it'll work out. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more of just taking the step to actually say, hey, yeah, can I borrow your head? <laughs> yeah, is that something you find to be difficult for you? Uh, one of the things it is, yeah. yeah. But I think it also relates to the to the like uh, a personal issue of uh, uh, trying to see the value in your own work. Mm, I see. So I think that's one of the things. So oh, so like you don't think that it would be worth. The yeah. time to kind of yeah or people would be like what the hell are you even doing yeah it's like, i just want normal pictures please <laughs> but then like you know that's what i that's what i think because mm-hmm. okay here we go so because i i because what i find is uh when i'm on instagram i see people's shots and it's completely different from the things that i really enjoy so i find that it's like oh i'm not doing that so maybe i'm not a photographer right so it's it's that kind of uh, imposter syndrome, as from a, a, a term I got from another podcast. But that's what uh, sometimes lately that's been uh, kind of in my mind, and that's kind of been delaying me in really diving back into it. Mm-hmm. Is because I think, oh well, I don't see much people doing it, so it must not be real photography. Yeah, there's always that doubt, that fear that people won't understand, people won't appreciate it, or you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that's one of the the more personal things that I struggle with from time to time is trying to see that, well, maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> maybe it doesn't matter what people think. Maybe just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that is there anything that's been particularly helpful for you in terms of pushing you over that thinking when you go through Instagram and see all these photos and you're not doing that sort of thing? Because I get what you mean for sure, mm-hmm. right? I guess um, just communicating pe- with people who are who have that creative mindset 
So whether they do the same thing that I do or not, yeah. Uh, if you can find, like, if you can, if you can find other creatives that really believe in expression and they really just support you, then that that's that's always a good feeling. Yeah, it's always a good feeling for sure. And uh, you know, it doesn't even have to be creatives or okay, quote unquote creatives because that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. But like um, when people really, people in general, when they really believe in what you're doing, it's always nice to say like, hey, that's. And when they when they say like things like you know you're really good at this and this is awesome like why don't you why don't you sell this why don't you do that and and you're just sitting there like what what are you talking about <laughs> it's like nobody else is doing it it's like well maybe that's why because yeah. maybe that's why they're they're really they really they're telling you these things because nobody else is doing it or mm-hmm. they can see that it's it's uh, it's something that you hold true to yourself for sure yeah. That's an interesting way to look at it. Well, this is where this whole conversation started of like, you've reached out to us and told us this. Yeah. And while it might not be the most obvious thing for us to hear that from somebody that is consuming our content, mm-hmm. it really is encouraging to to keep going, you know? Yeah. And You know, to, to add to that comment, I think that's one of the reasons why I am more inclined to do that now mm-hmm. is because i know how that feels and i know that struggle and that kind of that doubt that uh people can hold to themselves so that's why it's like no nope. i i can tell that you know like sometimes i i feel like i can tell that you know these these people are doing something they're probably going through the same thing as i am so i just kind of take that step and say hey no kind of not say this but like you know i understand where you're what you might be struggling with because mm-hmm. i'm probably struggling with it too so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna support you because yeah it comes back to community for sure and it goes a long way it's absolutely crazy to yeah like just just hear that hey somebody says thank you for like what you're doing yeah really can be the factor in keeping them going for like another who knows how long right and that might be the one person that they needed to hear it from yeah that's always the thing you never know you never know you never know this is something that we we did a prod we did a little like experiment on this on our instagram to kind of like hey who are your inspirations you know okay yeah i don't know if you saw it it was just on our stories like hey like let's talk about like who inspires you Mm -hmm. and like where is that coming from and let's Let's take some time to actually give gratitude to the people that who was your creative inspiration and like let's talk about that or like let's show some of their work and see kind of where that goes in. Because giving gratitude shouldn't be so difficult. I no, find, absolutely. You know? And like yeah. acknowledging that shouldn't be so hard to like say like, hey, like your work has been like a driver in my creative journey. Right. But if we found that like it wasn't the most well-received story compared to like, hey, send us some of your work and like we'll repost it or whatever. Oh, well, yeah, that's the thing. You I, know? That's a, that's a whole nother topic of discussion. Yeah. But yeah, like to, uh, with that, um, with gratitude, yeah, that's important. And, you know, you, yeah, you know, that's, that's a, that's a huge topic, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, it really does come back, like it all comes back to community. Yeah. And like, you know, you can, you can make probably like one of the, you can, you can make lasting friendships, relationships just by starting with saying like, Hey, I love your work. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, and you never know what, uh, how things will develop. Right. Yeah. So for think, sure. Yeah. I think, um, for the most recent, like you including, and like some other people that are going to be on the podcast, it's because they've reached out and said like, Hey, I love what you're doing. Yeah. And to hear that is like massive and 
it's easy to hit a like yeah yeah but it it goes a long way if you send them that message or even just like leave a comment or whatever yeah. like take the extra time to show how much you actually do appreciate and maybe you don't appreciate it and that's fine yeah but if you do you know express that a little bit more i think yeah and it really does go a long way yeah no absolutely like when when you uh when you message me like hey you want to be on the podcast i'm like oh shit it's like yeah but i don't know what i would say <laughs> but it's like but i feel like i feel like i would want to be mm-hmm. but it, it's it's stuff like that like it kind of like just just that message is just like oh i feel like i do have value like you know it, it kind of reinforced that idea yeah. and it's just like oh maybe yeah, maybe i do have value yeah. or maybe i do have some truth mm-hmm. that uh that uh i hold that you know some people might need to listen to or else they wouldn't be reaching me out for a podcast uh, or even a meetup right yeah, yeah. totally exactly and that's the one that's one thing that i do want to promote um is which is why we try to bring on guests of different like points in their journey mm-hmm. is because at some point somebody is going through what you went through like, for instance right that feeling of like who cares about this stuff or yeah. like is there any value in my work absolutely i feel like every creative would run through that at some point in their journey yeah if they're not then they're not challenging themselves enough so right yeah. and so i think that any like creative that's going out trying to do that thing trying to find their own niche trying to do something that isn't the norm which is what i love about your work is it's not the same photo the same building the same kind of style and those are the kinds of creatives the photographers especially because of how saturated it is here is i look for the ones that are doing things differently yeah you know do stepping outside of what's safe but that comes with such a big kind of like hurdle of like uh because not everybody's doing it like i don't know right yeah yeah but those are the ones that i want to encourage more because you i think you should lean into those niches and find a way to tell a story in the way that you yourself uh can only do right something that's unique to you yeah for you it's the double exposures and i just like i 100 percent support that project okay well, you're part of it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. Accountability. <laughs> <laughs> what is one advice that you would give to somebody? Say somebody came up to you in the street and, you know, has been following your work and said, like, hey, I love double exposures. I want to do that. Like, how do I start? What would be an advice that you would give to them? Whether it's, like, specific to double exposure, yeah. or just, like, creative or... Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, but... If it's specific to double exposures, it would be... Uh get a get a camera that can well get a get a fun saver kodak fun saver disposable camera or get a a film slr Mm -hmm. if you want to use film Uh, for creatives in general this is actually funny because one of one of the thing one of my uh i guess mantras i used to say a while back like when i was i i guess when i was at the peak of my like creative high Mm -hmm. uh, was commitment to the craft and they would always follow up with whatever that may look like. So that, yeah, just, you know, always doing what you find truth in and, you know, doesn't matter what it looks like. Just always just work on it. Just do it. Just live it. And, um, just always be committed to it. Yeah. That's actually funny. I forgot about that. 
So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What does that mean for you, like finding the truth in it? You mentioned it briefly earlier in yeah. one of the questions, but um, maybe you can dive in a little bit more on this. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess, whatever excites you, to put it in, uh, in a very minimal way. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever excites you. And, you know, whatever you keep thinking about, uh, whatever kind of makes you understand the world, your world, better and how how you want to understand it and express it i think that's uh that's where the personal truth comes in and uh and that's always going to be different for people so that's why you can't really judge based on people's work because you might say like oh their 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 photos are always the same they're always taking photos of this but then you know it's it might not be your truth yeah. but it might be theirs mm-hmm. and you know that's that's fine it's it's more it's it's hard cuz you then that's where you have to really start to engage with them personally because then that's where you go you'll pick pick up if people are just doing it just for the uh the praise Mm -hmm. but you know there's some some people just do it do things because they love it but once you kind of once you're able to get a a glimpse of who they are that way then you can better understand why they do things Mm -hmm. so oh totally and yeah yeah that makes so much sense yeah. No, that's an interesting way to look like yeah like how you kind of understand the world in your way no absolutely and yeah that's why mm-hmm. it was it was funny because i i took a class in uh, martha street studio and it was a cyanotype class and it's a uh, cyanotype uses chemicals uh it's a printmaking process all yeah, yeah, yeah. right probably probably oh wait, for your viewers who aren't aware of this I love there this. you go thank you yeah uh Cyanotype is a printmaking process that uses uh, light-sensitive chemicals, so it's pretty close to the idea of film. And you do you you, you could kind of trace things by exposing certain areas to the sun or light. Um, but it was funny. So I I had a so for one of my images or several of my images actually, what was it? It was a, a headshot of my my face, and it was like really cropped in tightly. So, and the actual image was the whole face. So as you see me now, so Mm -hmm. no, no edits. So I, I took that, I took that and, but I played with the placement of the chemical and kind of blocking out certain things with tape. So it, um, I don't have it on my Instagram page anymore, but, uh, it's a, it's a, it's like a blue cyanotype of me. And it's just like. It's just like me looking up or something, something mm-hmm. really simple, but it's not my whole face because I blocked out certain areas where the chemical was with, with green masking tape. And then, so it kind of looks like my face with like a chunk of it bitten off or just fading away. Right. So I, I did that. Yeah. One of the other students, they're all like significantly older than me, which I, which I do enjoy sometimes. Um, but it was funny cause she said, she made a comment you know what, I don't know if you really love yourself or you hate yourself. And then I laughed because my, uh, that was exactly my rationale. It's like, oh, I don't know if, I, if I'm full of myself or I absolutely hate myself. It's, uh, it's just interesting that um, it's just a comment of like um, how you see yourself. I don't know if I was trying to portray me like breaking off a piece of myself or you know, turning to dust or, or maybe it's, me trying to show the fact that I don't have a full understanding of who I am, mm-hmm. right? So there's those kind of two sides to it, which I really enjoyed. And it was actually really funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking that in my head too. So when she said that, I was just laughing and I just told her, <laughs> you know what? 
to be honest with you, that's what I'm thinking too. And uh, I'm not sure myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, right? And you kind of, over time, find out, right? Yes. Yeah. It is the journey, right? Yeah. Like whether it, and it comes through your, your own craft, your own mm-hmm. work, right? You'll see, and one of the things with it was like the before afters, like you can kind of see that sort of growth, hopefully. Yeah. And that that's when you, to see that growth, you do have to start exploring how you see yourself and how you fit into the world that you want to fit in. Right. Right. And it's tough. It's, it's a long process for sure. Yeah. But you know, it makes it, uh, it makes things interesting that way. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the simplest advice that's the most important to follow? I guess commitment to the craft. I, I'm going to have to go back to that because yeah. that does true, hold true to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not saying that I, I uh, always do it myself. But uh, if you look at it, it's just like, well, just just do what you love. Like, why would you not? Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. It's like, well, why don't you just do it because you love it? And it's like, and, you know, say if there's reasons for like, oh, I can't afford this, that, that. Just make do. Just freaking buy a disposable camera. Twelve dollars. It's as opposed to six. You're Sixty. The, exactly. You're the person to talk about, or like to talk to when it comes to like being able to afford the craft. Because yeah. you're the one that shot double exposures with a disposable like twelve dollar camera. Yes. Yeah. It's funny though. I probably spent more more money <laughs> buying disposable <laughs> cameras than actually investing in That's film so cameras, funny. So. But still. But yeah, like no excuses on that, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Like you, you, you can always find a way, I think. Yeah. And this is why I'm like big into. Like I don't disagree with like getting better gear. Mm-hmm. I think that's oh, yeah. no. also important. Yeah. Obviously like you want to do a good job, you want to have good gear, but mm-hmm. sometimes you do have to work with what you have. Yeah. And there's th- the thing that will carry you through whether you're shooting with a phone camera, like a disposable camera, or like a cinema camera, is right. the the mind, the right. way that you train it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you you can always learn the latest gear. Developing your mind is a little bit different. I would I would almost rather start with the most shittiest stuff and then just learn how to do the basics, learn my my personal expression, mm-hmm. the things that I enjoy. And then kind of grow from there. So then that way, when you take that to the next level, the only thing you have to learn is like the technicality of, say, a better equipment. Yeah, train the mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. The gear comes as you get better and you push that to the limit. And one last thing, where can we find and support you? Well, it would only, it would probably be Instagram for now because I'm, I'm currently trying to develop other things uh, to, to help build up my Instagram but mm-hmm. or business, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it would be on Instagram. It would be uh, at curtis.andrew. And uh, I have another one, but I will we'll not mention that one because <laughs> perfect. Yeah, but so that's the that's the main one because that's the stuff that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you yeah if you follow me, you'll you'll get a good you might get a good glimpse of how I am in terms of as a creative being. Mm-hmm. So. That's awesome, sweet. Um, no, thanks for doing this. Like really, yeah, absolutely. Um, like getting somebody to talk to engage with us and then like now you're sitting here and we're sharing our stories right oh, yeah it's, that's so weird <laughs> it's super weird but it's also very like educational for me like i'm learning a lot from, yeah. from your process and hopefully every, everyone else will learn too yeah but also anybody else that's actually interested kurt has a project yeah you might have known yeah it was announced earlier in the episode so just rewind that back and uh he may not be the person to reach out often but if you are interested definitely send him a dm on instagram Mm-hmm. And let him know that you'd want to be part of his big double exposure project for creative. Yeah. 
And uh, just uh, just so that everyone knows, uh, it's all very experimental. So if you're up for that, then mm-hmm. come on down. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for doing this, man. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. This, this is great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> if you like this episode, iTunes ratings are dope and helps with slots. Share with your friends. Subscribe and get notified when the next episode drops. Follow us on social media and send us a message to let us know what you think. And we'll see you in the next one.